It is Wednesday the 23rd of November. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. Shane, how are you? I'm good, Timmy. Not as busy as you. You were hosting a function again yesterday. Yeah, well, like, I'm an ambassador at the SCG, so I do all their functions. And look, this is a delight, this function. It basically honours and inducts 50-year and 70-year members. And it's extraordinary oh. when you look around the room. There was over 300 people Uh and I suppose that plays to the longevity of, of life these days. Mm. But many of the people in the room had seen Bradman play and, and others. So the memory's just extraordinary. And, of course, you had such a great link at the SCG. It's a fantastic place. Well, very much so, mate. Were the, uh, the 50 and 70-year members, were they Instagramming everything? I, I don't think so. No, it was uh, <laughs> which was great. It was, it was very low-key. Well, the Australians, they got off to a good start at the World Cup. It didn't end all that well. We'll talk about that. Travis Head and Dave Warner make a lot of runs in front of nobody at the MCG. And what about Paul Gallon? The money, it makes your eyes water. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. Afternoon Sport. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com. You got up early and watched this, Shane, and Australia, uh, my son was jumping around the room, my eldest son, 1-0, and then 4-1, bam, bam. Yeah, it started well, but the French looked very slick once they got into their groove, and um, yeah, it just seemed a lot faster than the Aussies. Um, Look, a good start, but I think that's around about, you know, 4-1 in the end is about, I think, on par for the Aussies there. It was a brave performance, but... uh, Totally outclassed. Didn't yeah, you? yeah, they looked quicker, didn't they? And that, that massive yep. upset. What about Saudi Arabia beating Argentina? That was quite extraordinary. And this is uh, going to come as no surprise that Cristiano Ronaldo has left Manchester United with immediate effect. And uh, that interview, you could feel it, couldn't you? As soon as he started saying those things, you thought, well, you're not going to stay. No, he's not going to stay. And he was very scathing towards the coach, uh, Eric Ten Hass. Um, he's also very um, scathing towards the US owners. So he had no support there. And two of Man U's much-loved sons, Gary Neville and Wayne Rooney, he said, they are not my friends. But um, look, he leaves Man United. Uh, 346 games he played for them and um, scored 145 goals. So he's definitely a performer, that's for sure. Yeah, and he's over there, of course, in Qatar with the World Cup for Portugal. And, and they finally found some beer, a few people, but they had to go to one of the Royals' house to find it. Yeah, well, these, these probably guys went on a bit of a tour and a hunt for um, – and I, I understand this. When you have a thirst for a beer, you'll, you'll probably walk anywhere or, or go way out of your way to find mm. it. Well, they came across a mansion and it turned out to be the Sheikh's son – and ended up partying in the palatial palace and riding in a very luxury vehicles and then patting sort of all these exotic animals. He had a pet tiger as well. Wow. It's very much like out of the hangover. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Dyson. Um, look, I, I do feel for TV stations and, and anyone who makes a mistake in the media because it's easy to do. I, I, I've told you what I did with Henri Leconte's name once, but um, <laughs> SBS, they, there was an unfortunate error. They wrote Belarus instead of Belgium, particularly with the current political setup at the moment. Yeah, that didn't go down well, but look, it was an honest mistake, and uh, I'm sure yeah. they'll bounce back from that. But uh, yeah, SBS, they. they they generally don't get they get most things right, but this is a bit of a bit of an f up. Oh yeah, I used to love the BBC blooper tapes, and the newsreader <laughs> would get the soccer results. They were two one one nil one all two one two nil and two one. Didn't give any teams. Um, <laughs> Travis Head and David Warner MCG against England. This looked like a Sheffield Shield crowd. Nothing against the Sheffield Shield, but um, oh, such an you could hear the echo. Yeah, only 12,000 people there. And um, look, these three games, that didn't really mean anything. Well, they must have counted them twice. Yeah, that seemed a lot less. Well, Australia scored five for 355. The good news is that Head, so he smashed 152 and Warner got 106. They're both in really good form now going in um, to the um, the test series. Um, and Zampa, he picked up a hat-trick uh, with four for 31. So bowling England out for 142 was a... A, a, a limp across the line, uh, but the Aussies, you know, winning win the series three. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was a good series yep. win, bit of a series from nowhere, but uh, they they played good cricket. So I suppose that's uh, an important, mm. um, the the most important part. Now the Melbourne Renegades recruit Liam Livingston has withdrawn from the Big Bash. This is something that Cricket Australia just doesn't want. They don't want the stars not playing. They definitely don't want it. And Channel Seven don't want it. And um, yeah, he's a, a big signing. He was their number one pick at the Melbourne Renegades. But he's just saying he's pretty much fatigued and um, he needs a break. And they're obviously not paying him enough to, to make a difference. So he's, uh, he's pulled out, which is uh, unfortunate for the Melbourne Renegades. Glenn Maxwell's spoken about that broken leg. And uh, boy, it sounds innocuous, doesn't it, how it, how it happened? And a double break. Yeah, so he's broken both bones in his leg. And he said it was his 50th birthday party. Yeah, and, and a mate then said there was actual fake grass at the back. Uh, and they mm. both got up and both slipped at the same time and landed, and he broke his leg. And, uh, yeah, it's going to take a while to come back from that. Yeah, I've been uh, watching a lot of the, the women's Big Bash, and Kim Garth is a really good player, had a good partnership the other day with Annabelle Sutherland. She's uh, originally from Ireland, Irish international, and uh, she's picked, been picked in the Australian she team. She has. So uh, Alyssa Healy will lead the team to India. Um, she's one of three new uh, uh, players picked. Uh, Phoebe Litchfield, who uh, is a really – Brilliant left-hander. She's she's been sort of earmarked since she was about twelve as a potential batsman. She reminds me of Michael Bevan when she bats. Um, and Heather Graham. She also is making it a boo. So three um, very talented young girls coming to the side. And um, Alyssa Healy. They'll have to work hard in India, but yeah, it should be a good tour. Yeah, I think she's a natural-born captain. I really do. Stay with yeah. us. We've got plenty of tennis, AFL, rugby league, and much, much more. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need this spring is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. So Nick Kyrgios finishes 2022 after a sparkling year, his best you'd have to say, as Australia's number one, but he's not playing Davis Cup. And he's always said in the past that, you know, he loves 
playing for his country. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? It's just a bit of a Richie Benno call here. But, yeah, he finishes um, 2022 at number 22. So, in the world. In the in world, the world yeah. yeah. Where uh, Alex Dimino, he's actually only – he's 24 in the world, and he'll lead the Davis Cup team. Leighton Hewitt's saying that he's their um, spiritual leader anyway. Uh, so, I don't know if that's a bit of a dig at Nick, but, um, yeah, it'd be good to have him in that side. But, yeah, a really good year for Nick Gurris. Definitely his best to date. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Nathan Cleary, I, I don't think there's been a footballer – in you know, in the modern era, talked about as much all the dramas, but they've been a colossus out of Penrith, and he's played so well and been a part of a state of origin wins for New South Wales, and he really showed how good he is in that World Cup final against Samoa. Yeah, cometh the hour, cometh the man, and um, he yeah, he looked good. And look, he's only twenty four, right? So the sky's the limit for this guy. He's going to go on. You'd have to think he could potentially, if he stays fit with the right guys around him, he could be a five. He could be a five time premiership player in the NRL. That would be unbelievable, wouldn't mm. it? That's sort of Melbourne Storm like, yep. isn't it? With yep. Cameron Smith, when you when you think of that kind of dominance, it's hard to find it anywhere else, particularly in the modern era. Uh, what about uh, Paul Gallen? And we always have been saying on this program, and he said it himself, that he went to boxing and, and his primary focus was to earn as much money as he as he could. And boy, he's done it, hasn't he? What twenty five million in three years? Wow. Jeez, post footy, that is a lot of wedge and. Um, yeah, you got to give it to him. He's uh, he's a great self promoter, and um, he's obviously tough as well. So he finished this, then he'll probably go back into footy. But uh, yeah, money's not going to be an issue for him moving forward. What would you do if you know if it just happened that he rang you up? Hey Shane, how you going? Just want to do one last fight, New South Wales Blues versus New South Wales Blues. What would be your price tag? Twenty five million. <laughs> Twenty five million. <laughs> I, I don't know actually. Uh, to get in the ring, you have to you'd have to consider it, wouldn't you? That's, that's, oh, yeah, yeah when, when the check's in front of you, it's a different thing. Yeah, I'd do it for a lot less than 25. Yeah. I know I'd get my head smashed in. I'd be I'd be <laughs> diving like Greg Luganis. But um, what about what about Cameron Smith? He's become the first golfer to be presented with the, the key to Brisbane or the keys to Brisbane. And I, look, I, I like this. I love Cameron Smith. He's a fantastic golfer. Cop some shit from uh, some people about going to the live tour. Uh, I think you and I both agreed, you know, if you were giving him advice as a father, you'd say take the coin. And yeah. uh, look, I like this. I do too. I think he's he's a, he's a great Australian. I love the fact that he's got his best mate as his caddy, and his his mate's job is to work out the yardage to the holes, um, to make sure the boat's ready to go at any time for a fish, and, and keep some cold beers in the fridge. Pretty good job. Oh yeah, absolutely, mm. absolutely. I wonder what he gets paid to do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, uh, Lisa Curry. When we were growing up, you and I we, we sort of would watch the swimming, and I think there was a stack of interest, wasn't it? it Might have waned a little bit in recent years, but uh, she's had some health problems, hasn't she? Yeah, she's got uh, atrial uh, fibrillation. Um, Brett and I both have this as well. Um, it's, oh, really? It's hereditary. Yeah, um, it affects people differently. So some people can have it and. Brett, Brett, when he goes into um, AF, he can actually struggles to breathe um, quite a bit. Mm. I, I don't feel it personally. Um, but, yeah, you have to manage it definitely going forward. Yeah, Lisa Curry, Kenny. Yeah, yeah what, what, a, what an athlete. We wish her well. Um, all right, now wrapping it up today, Cameron Smith's been given the keys to the city of Brisbane. Didn't you get given the keys to the city of Wollongong? I did. Not as big as Brisbane, but I was given that many moons ago. It's a big key. And I actually asked them, what does it mean? And apparently in old law, it allows you to walk your own flock of sheep down the main street at any time mm. without any legal recourse. So unfortunately, I don't have a flock of sheep, but one day I might do that. I might go fight Gallon, get a few million bucks, buy some sheep and 
and activate that key, Tim. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> what are you doing, Shane? Oh, well, got the keys to Wollongong. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors, Barclay Pierce Capital. They're only a phone call away. And, of course, our wonderful producer, Mr Dan McHugh. Thank you. We're back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts, like the Building Resilience podcast. Noel Allnup, the CEO of Securo, explores the minds of world-class performers in order to deconstruct their life tools and ethos that can help us create growth and optimise business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com. Afternoon Sport.